Avoiding English Misunderstandings in the Workplace. In this lesson, you'll learn about avoiding misunderstanding and inventory control systems. This conversation takes place at work in front of Big John's office. And it's between Big John and June. Big John is the manager and June is an employee. Therefore, June will speak professionally and Big John will speak semi-professionally. Let's listen to the conversation. Big John, could I get some FaceTime with you, sir? Sure, June. Let's dialogue. I have a proposal to restructure the showroom inventory. Why would I let you do that? Well, there currently isn't a system, and this causes delays, especially when we are looking for merchandise. Maybe you all just need to work faster. You see, I watch you from my office, and I know how little work gets done. You bring up a good point, and bringing order to the inventory system will make us work faster and more. Sales should improve as well. How so? In my last job, I built an end-to-end inventory system, and it was very beneficial to the store on multiple levels. I think it will be a win-win. Bigger and faster sales with less work for you. Less work for me? Yes, sir. Will it get corporate off my back? It will most certainly help. Excellent. Then it sounds like a great idea. Project accepted. Thank you very much, sir. So, in this lesson, we wanted to talk a little bit about inventory control systems. Good idea. An inventory system, commonly just called inventory, is a system for managing and locating objects or materials. Inventory systems are also used to manage consumables, fixed assets, merchandise, and library books. In a commercial setting, the inventory is usually a database of all of the products that are used or sold within a store. An inventory system can be used to automate certain parts or even the entire sales process. For example, an inventory list could specify which products need to be brought from the store's stockroom to the showroom floor. Modern inventory control systems can use wireless or mobile terminals to record inventory transactions at the very moment they occur. For example, UPS uses a custom-built mobile terminal to accept signatures, and wirelessly update the central database for all of their shipments worldwide. In a store like Big Buys, the inventory of the store's merchandise is probably managed through software and a barcode scanner. The company's employees scanned each individual piece of merchandise using the barcode scanner. The barcode scanner then updates the central database. Let's take a look at the vocabulary for this lesson. The first word we'll see is Merchandise Goods to be bought and sold Merchandise Merchandise Our second word is Restructure Organize differently Restructure Restructure Our third word is Showroom A room for the display of items Showroom. Showroom. Next is Catalog. A complete list of items. Catalog. Catalog. Next is Accept. 
consent to receive. Accept. Accept. Next is project. A proposed or planned undertaking. Project. Project. And our last word is inventory. A complete list of items. Inventory. Inventory. Let's have a closer look at the usage for some of the words and phrases from this lesson. In the dialogue, we heard the phrase FaceTime. FaceTime refers to the idea of spending some time seeing someone's face. In the business world, especially from employee to boss, there is often very little time with your superior. It's common to go for weeks or in some cases even years without ever seeing your immediate superior. Hence the creation of a special term to request time with the boss. Could you break this down for us? Face time. And one time fast. FaceTime. Excellent. What's next? Our next phrase is let's dialogue. Let's dialogue has the same meaning as let's talk. As a linguist, I honestly have no idea why this phrase exists. However, it is quite common in the business world. Could you break it down for us? Let's dialogue. And one time fast. Let's dialogue. What's our last phrase? Our last phrase is win-win. Win-win refers to a situation where both or all parties involved are benefited. Often in negotiations, one group ends up winning and the other loses. When a project or negotiation benefits all involved, then it can be called win-win. Could you break this down? Win Win. And one time fast. Win-win. Perfect. Let's take a look at the grammar point. So, Barbara, what's the focus of this lesson? The focus of this lesson is avoiding misunderstandings at work. In the dialogue, we heard the phrase, How so? So, especially as a second language learner, there's always a risk of misunderstanding. So, to start things off, you always need to get the person's attention. There are many ways to do this, but since you're at work, you need to be polite. One of the most polite ways to get someone's attention is by using the phrase, excuse me for interrupting. The logic here is that your coworkers and boss will always be busy doing something. Therefore, no matter when you go in to talk, you're going to be interrupting something. This phrase shows that you are aware that you're taking their time and that you will use it well. Some other similarly polite phrases are, May I have a word? And could I speak with you? Misunderstandings can also be avoided by asking for clarification. Sometimes misunderstanding occurs because of a lack of clarity regarding a particular subject. This is common when projects are poorly explained. To avoid these kinds of misunderstandings, use phrases like, I don't quite follow you. What do you mean exactly? Or, could you explain to me how that's going to work? Some other similar phrases you could use are, I'm afraid I don't quite understand what you're getting at, and I don't see what you mean. Could we have some more details, please? Remember to say please. This can often be left out in casual conversations, but especially in business and especially when requesting something of coworkers or superiors, you should say please. Equally important to asking for clarification is being clear and clarifying when you're explaining something to somebody else. Barbara, could you give us a few phrases used to introduce explanations or clarification? First we have, 
Let me put it another way. This phrase is usually used when you've already explained something, but the person didn't understand. Second, we have a phrase you probably shouldn't use because it's quite rude, but you're sure to hear it at least once. It's the phrase, let me spell out, or let me spell this out for you. This phrase strongly conveys the feeling that the person you're talking to is very stupid, which is why it is so rude. Last of all, there are several phrases you can use to confirm that your listeners have understood what you said. One of the most common is, do you see what I'm getting at? This is a casual phrase that's useful in many ways. Lastly, you might hear someone say, have I made that clear? This phrase is usually only used when you are ordering someone around, so be careful with that. You hear it a lot in military films. That just about does it for today. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Big John, could I get some FaceTime with you, sir? Sure, June. Let's dialogue. I have a proposal to restructure the showroom inventory. Why would I let you do that? Well, there currently isn't a system, and this causes delays, especially when we are looking for merchandise. Maybe you all just need to work faster. You see, I watch you from my office, and I know how little work gets done. You bring up a good point, and bringing order to the inventory system will make us work faster and more. Sales should improve as well. How so? In my last job, I built an end-to-end inventory system, and it was very beneficial to the store on multiple levels. I think it will be a win-win. Bigger and faster sales with less work for you. Less work for me? Yes, sir. Will it get corporate off my back? It will most certainly help. Excellent. Then it sounds like a great idea. Project accepted. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you.